Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one-and-a-half-cubic-foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1 while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. In the gym, nice bringing that intelligent perspective that takes you above the rim. From the PG, saw the whole court. Now he plays the sideline to observe a report, bringing nothing but fresh interviews while discussing high school, college, and NBA news. So sit back and listen, you will never forget because the Off the Glass podcast is coming up next. So sit back and listen, you will never forget because the Off the Glass podcast is coming up next. So sit back and listen, you will never forget because the Off the Glass podcast is coming up next. Welcome to the Off the Glass podcast. This is your host Z, fan of no team, but a lover of basketball. Thanks for joining me on another episode. I'm super excited. The long regular season is over with. 82 games are in the books. You know what time it is. It is playoff time. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to give you my Eastern Conference, my Western Conference matchups for the first round, give you my thoughts on each series. But real quick, before we jump into that, a couple news and notes. Now that the seasons are in the books, a lot of franchises are starting to fire people. They're starting to make moves. And some of the things that came out on Today, I'm recording this on a Thursday night. It'll be up and available Friday morning. So if you're hearing this, this news was from Thursday. Memphis, as expected, fired coach Bernie Bickerstaff. They also demoted GM Chris Wallace, Vice President John Hollinger. Uh, John Hollinger will become a senior advisor, and Chris Wallace will be joining the scouting department. They also elevated the assistant GM to the VP of Basketball Operations, Zach Kleiman. The Suns decided to take the interim tag off of James Jones, name him the permanent general manager. Very interesting. Doesn't have a, a big, huge background, but also known as a very small player, very loyal player. So he gets his shot to be general manager for a nice up-and-coming Suns team that's going to be in position to have possibly won the top lottery pick. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. Also, the Kings gave Vladi Divac, uh, the GM of the Sacramento Kings, an extension. He, in the process, turns around and fires GM Brandon Williams and assistant GM Brandon Williams, excuse me, and also fires the head coach, Dave Yeager, who had the, led the Sacramento Kings to one of their most successful seasons in, a, in recent memory, even though they fell short of the playoffs. They had the promising young talent in um, backcourt, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill, Marvin Bagley, Jerry, uh, Gary Giles, uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, et cetera, and they decided to go on and move on from Yeager. Don't know who is going to be in talks with that, I'm pretty sure. They're going to scour the, the assistants and see what they like, what fits some of the guys that are out there. And last but not least, the Cavs and Larry Drew agreed to part ways. And just like I stated with Sacramento, uh, the Cavs are now going to be looking to the college ranks and they're going to be looking at NBA assistants. A name that popped out is Darvin Ham, who's currently assistant coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. So without further ado, the playoffs are here. It's been an exciting season. We had an exciting MVP race. It's still up for grabs. A lot of storylines, but the playoffs are finally here. 
and I'm going to start with the Western Conference. This is the most dominant conference. It was the conference that was top to bottom, the much better conference. I will argue that the Eastern Conference uh, was more top-heavy with some of their teams, but the Western Conference was definitely the, the better conference. And some of the most intriguing series in the Western Conference are the, the Portland OKC series, which is the 3-6 matchup. Portland is the three seed. And then you have the Nuggets and the Spurs. The Nuggets are the two seed and the Spurs on the seven. The rest of your seeding, Rockets are four. They have faced Utah, who is five. And Golden State, the defending champs, will go at, they will go against the LA Clippers, who are the eighth seed. So let's touch on some of these intriguing series first. Portland OKC. The obvious, obvious matchup is going to be Lillard versus Westbrook. I think ultimately the two, the one, the guard that plays the most consistent, that plays better with the most consistent, I think gives their team the edge. Westbrook is coming off averaging his third straight triple-double for the season. Lillard is coming off an all-NBA campaign. Some argue that you can make an argument for him to make the first team. I think he's going to end up being second team. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't slide. Steph Curry and James Harden out of those spots, but still very great season. Shot the ball extremely well. Uh, Westbrook's struggle from the field has been well documented, but I really believe who wins that matchup is, is, uh, is going to ultimately put their team in the driver's seat to, to even win the series. The other big question mark coming in this series is health. Paul George has been dealing with a shoulder injury for a few months now. That's how, why he kind of tailed off when he was playing at an MVP clip, also playing well as a candidate at the time for Defensive Player of the Year. And also C.J. McCollum, who suffered the knee injury. He played the last two games of the season to kind of get his legs back under him. He didn't play crazy minutes, didn't put up crazy stats. So how healthy is he coming into the, um, into the series? And then also the Nurkic effect. Uh, you can argue that Nurkic was actually their second best season. He was, um, excuse me, player. He was coming off one of his best seasons. He was finally living up to the talent that people thought that he had. He went down with the gruesome broken leg. He actually broke his leg in two places. But in his absence, Zach Collins has stepped up and played well. Um, they have Cantor. They have Miles Leonard. They have um, Mo Hartless when they want to go small. They even have... Um, I'm blanking on his name. I hate when I do this, just being completely transparent. But um, they call him the chief. It'll come to me. Let me pull up their roster. But those guys are definitely going to have to step up. Also, mainly um, uh, Collins in that role, running the pick and roll with Lillard, something they dominated in their matchups against uh, OKC. The pick and roll, they really had no answer for it. Lillard averaged a bunch of points. Um, it wouldn't surprise me that if uh, they decide to let Lillard kind of cook a little bit and just kind of hold everybody else in check, uh, especially when we're not sure about the health of, of C.J. Uh, McCollum. Um, but coming into the city, Portland series, Portland definitely has a lot to prove. They have a lot to prove after they got surprisingly swept and dominated by the New Orleans Pelicans last season. OKC also has a lot to prove. They bowed out to Utah last year. Nobody really saw that coming. A lot of dysfunction at the end of that series. Westbrook shot a bunch of shots. Melo, as documented, didn't play well. Was upset with his uh, benching. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell showed up and showed out. So it really, to me, is going to come down to the matchup between Little and Westbrook 
and come down to who's healthy, who's healthy enough. Wouldn't surprise me if the series goes seven. I'm not going to do picks this year. I just want to kind of preview the series because to me it's very close. I don't want to do picks because um, it's too much riding on, on these different series, but it wouldn't surprise me if it went seven. Moving on to the next intriguing matchup is the Nuggets and Spurs. And the reason why I picked this is because this is the young Nuggets roster. The second seed had a great regular season, but they also kind of struggled a little bit down the stretch um, of their last 10 games. They face off against the Spurs team. The wild card, obviously, is, is Greg Popovich. Um, we, you don't want to go against a Popovich-led team, a Popovich coach team. Um, their best players, uh, DeRozan, had a very solid season, um, not an all-NBA type season like he had last year. Uh, Aldridge definitely had an all-NBA all type season, so he has a shot to probably make the third team. Um, the Nuggets, as I'm looking it up now, they finished 5-5, five and five, so they kind of limp into the playoffs a little bit. It's going to come down to the young guys stepping up and ready to play well. Um, how is Murray going to perform? Uh, Morris, the backup point guard. Beasley, Will Barton, the supporting cast. Does Millsap, the veteran, have something left in the tank? You know what you're going to get from Jokic. They have no answer for Jokic in this series. He's the best player in this series. But, again, to me, it comes down to the fact that Popovich and them have been in this over and over again. Um, but DeRozan and Aldridge, they've been known not to show up in playoff series. They've been known to not be consistent. But it wouldn't surprise me if it goes six to seven games. If everything goes well, I believe Denver is for real this year. I think Denver has the talent. Um, we're going to see how they play. I believe in the end of the day, like I just said, I think pop the pop effect is worth at least two games, at least two wins. But I think this is also going to be a very contested series that can go either way. Moving on to the 4-5 matchup. The Rockets finished fourth. The Jazz finished fifth. The series for the, uh, for the season was tied. Obviously coming in, Chris Paul's health. Can he stay healthy through the playoffs? And I think for the Rockets, it'd be beneficial if they, get, if they dispatch the Jazz, if they want to move on as quick as possible. Don't drag this series out. Can uh, Capella win his matchup with Gobert? Can, can you get Gobert away from the basket? I'm pretty sure Houston, as they normally do, they're going to put him in a ton of pick and rolls, try to get him um, switched off on Harden. Can, uh, the, can the Jazz switch off? Can the Jazz tire down Harden? I think that's going to be a huge issue. Harden's coming off a historic season, one of the best offensive seasons the NBA has had in the last 50 years. Does he have enough in the tank now going into the playoffs? Again, I think it would be also beneficial for him to get some rest that if they are able to move on, they do so in as in less game as possible. Donovan Mitchell, who kind of had the slow start, I think he had that second, you know, that second year itis a little bit. Also, too, for those who weren't really paying attention, Utah struggled at the beginning, but they also had the toughest schedule in the NBA at the beginning, so they had to get their footing, get their legs underneath them. Can Donovan Mitchell repeat his breakout playoff performance that everybody was calling him the next Dwayne Wade, calling him a star, and rightfully so? Can he build on that from last year? Um, the question is, do you let Harden cook and don't leave the shooters? Or do you kind of try to figure a way to kind of slow him down and um, let some of the other guys beat you? It wouldn't surprise me, though, ultimately, if the, game, if the, if the series went seven. Um, both are very good teams. The only issue is with Utah is can they score enough? Can they slow the Rockets down enough? Um, but it remains to be seen. But I think this is going to be a contested series, a very closely series, and a very exciting series. 
Moving on to the 1-8 matchup, the Warriors and the Clippers. I think the Warriors obviously should win this. They have too much offense, too much talent. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins has, has looked sharp um, down the stretch, hasn't struggled like as bad as I thought. He's played better. Um, the Warriors bench, though, not real deep. I think for them, with all that they've been through this season, all the storylines from, you know, at the beginning with Draymond and KD getting into it, trying to infuse Cousins, the situation with Jordan Bell, how he got suspended the game, uh, the injuries that Sean Livingston has faced throughout the entire season, Eagle Dollars a year older. Um, they don't want to mess around with the Clippers because the Clippers is a team that's shown a lot of toughness, a lot of grit. Uh, shout out to Doc Rivers for really getting that coach, that team to play well. Pat Beverly is their, their unsung hero. They follow his, his attitude, his tenacity. Lou Williams, one of the best scorers, one of the best players coming off the bench, one of the best scorers in the league, period. Uh, Gallinari had a great season when he stayed uh, healthy. They brought in Landry Shamet from, from the Sixers in the uh, Tobias Harris trade and also got Zubac from the Lakers. So I think the Clippers are going to give them all that they want. I just think at the end of the day, the Warriors are going to be a little bit too much. They have a little bit more talent. So, But I think it's going to be an exciting series to watch. I think it's going to be a well-paced series. Wouldn't surprise me. Watch some of that trying to get under the underneath the Warriors' skin a little bit. Try to get them focused on other things besides basketball, and then we're going to have to see how that plays out. Switching gears to the Eastern Conference. Two series I picked out of the Eastern Conference. The most intriguing series for those is going to be Boston and Indiana, your 4-5 matchup. Boston has the fourth seed. Indy has the five. And then your 3-6 matchup, Philly is your third seed, and the Nets are your sixth seed. It finished out how we expected Milwaukee finished out with the best record in the overall in the NBA, so you're their one seed. Toronto with Kawhi Leonard, the breakout season from Pascal Siakam is your two seed. Still had the steadiness and the consistent play of Kyle Lowry, who came off an all-star season. And Serge Ibaka has played well when they've moved to the small ball five, and then also adding Marcus Saul at the trade deadline. But real quick, Boston and Indy intrigues me. I would have thought... It would have been a little bit more closer if Indy would have been able to get that home court advantage. Boston has been up and down like a roller coaster, a dumpster fire at, at times. If you're, if, Boston, if you're Boston, you're encouraged by the fact that Haywood has been playing well as, as of late. Jalen Brown, who got off to the slow start, has actually played much better. But then at the same time, Tatum has taken a step back. So you don't know what mindset or what Tatum you're going to have going into the playoffs when, just like Donovan Mitchell last year, Jason Tatum had a breakout season, a breakout, a breakout playoff uh, series as well. So are you going to get that? Also, the fact that they have no Marcus Smart, their heart and soul, their, uh, their, their intensity, their leader, besides Al Horford, he's out with an oblique injury. He might miss the first two rounds if they make it that far. So that's huge for them. What Kyrie Irving is going to show up. Kyrie has had a great season statistically. So much so that even with all the dysfunction and the drama, he's still going to make all NBA more than likely. What kind of uh, series is he going to have? Uh, you got get something from uh, Marcus Morris, who has struggled uh, this, this, this season. Uh, Terry Rozier has kind of been up and down a little bit. But when he's been allowed to just come off the bench and focus on scoring, he's played well. Uh, for, for Indiana, they basically have to, to play as a team. They're better when they're the sum of their whole parts. Bogdanovich has played well for this year with the absence of Oladipo. 
I think, to be honest with you, if Oladipo was healthy and if I was doing picks, I would pick Indiana in this series, but they're not. Miles Turner, even though the offensive uh, firepower hasn't been there like we thought, he's been a defensive candidate low-key all season. Sensational play. He's one of the leaders in blocks in the league. Um, so for Indiana to even have a shot in this series because Boston obviously has more talent, they got to play well as a team. They got to play good, solid defense. And then they're going to have to get one of those games in Boston, obviously, because they don't have the home court advantage. Wouldn't surprise me if this is a close contested series. Wouldn't surprise me if Boston's able to get out of there in five games, either due to the fact that there's no Oladipo. And we know in the playoffs, the rotations get slower, I mean, excuse me, shorter, and the game slows down. So um, going to be a, a very hard fought, I think, though, at the end of the day, series between Boston and Indiana. I mentioned Philly and the Nets. It's obvious that Philly has the most talent. It's obvious that they have the best player in the series in Joel Embiid. But to me, going forward, I think it's important to make sure that Harris, Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler's role is established, that they feel comfortable, that they're playing well. So as they move on to future rounds and face tougher opponents, because as it stands now, uh, I want to pull it up real quick. If they win, they will be matching up against more than likely Toronto over Toronto beating Orlando. So you want to make sure that they're in a good space. You don't want to have any internal strife and credit to Jimmy Butler. Haven't had any issues since he first got there. They had a couple early issues, but they seem to re resolve everything. They've been playing well as of late. Uh, let me see what they are in their last 10. They're four and six, so actually, no, they actually <laughs> struggled. I'm sorry. I just remember them when having some, some decent wins throughout there. Um, they have no answer for Embiid, the Nets. I'm not going to be surprised if this series goes six and seven because the Brooklyn has played well as a team all season. Russell making the all-star game. D'Angelo Russell has played well. Uh, Joe Harris, the three-point champ, has played well. Spencer Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie has played well as, as well. Uh, Allen, the big man, has played well in spots. Uh, Carroll has looked good for them coming off the bench, starting at times. Karis LeVert is working his way back in, so an exciting young team. I think if you're Brooklyn, you're happy to get back to the playoffs. You're happy to host the series. You're happy to get some experience for your young players, something to build into going into next season when you go into offseason, in the offseason where they're expected to be uh, some players in free agency as well. So, I'm not going to do a pick here, but again, wouldn't surprise me if it was a close contested series that went six to seven games. Turning my page on my notes. And the last two matchups are we're going to go to Milwaukee as they play against Detroit. Detroit, shout out to Dwayne Casey. He gets fired in Toronto, goes down to Detroit, gets them into the playoffs. Blake Griffin was on my all NBA third team, he had a great season. Uh, Reggie Jackson has been playing well uh, down the stretch here this season. DeAndre Drummond led the league again in rebounds at over 15 a game. Ish Smith has played well, Luke Kennard. I just don't think they have enough to, um, to go at Milwaukee, even though Milwaukee's going to be out missing Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, excuse me, the first round of players to the, to the plantar fasciitis. So we're going to see how that goes, how that plays out. Um, but I think Milwaukee, with um, Giannis playing well, Middleton made the all-star game, 
you got Lopez out there stretching the floor. They're also going to be missing Miritich. So hopefully they're able to, if they are able to win the series, which I think they should, uh, get themselves some rest so they can start getting some of these players back because they're going to need them in the next round when they face up with um, either um, Boston or Indiana. Most people expect that second-round matchup to be against Boston. And if you're Milwaukee, you want to have all your guns, all your bullets in your gun. You want to be following, firing on all cylinders. So if you want Milwaukee, you need to hurry up and get healthy. Um, as for the last series, Toronto versus uh, the Magic, shout out to the Magic, great season for them. They make it to the playoffs. Um, Aaron Gordon has played uh, well for them. Just a very good team, good solid team. Shout out to Steve Clifford going down there and taking over. I know it's exciting for the season, the, seri this, uh, the city. But they have a lot of unanswered questions going into the offseason. Uh, even though I'm not doing picks, I said this is a no-brainer, just like almost like the Golden State series is. I'll be surprised if Toronto has any issues. I already spoke about Toronto. They've been playing well. This is Toronto's shot to really make this deep run and for them to really make a, not only an Eastern Conference final, but win that and hopefully make it to the finals. In my opinion, they have any shot of keeping Kawhi. If they can't make a deep playoff run, Kawhi is definitely out the door for them in the future of their franchise, which for a lot of people saying they're playing with house money anyway because the rise of Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, Serge Ibaka, you still have Lowry there, you have Marcus Saul, you have Danny Green who often gets overlooked a lot for his solid play, defense, shooting, spreading the floor. You're going to be in great shape going forward as far as your young talent, but you always want to have one of the top five or top ten, I should say, players in the league on your franchise. So for them to have a shot at keeping Kawhi, they're going to need to um, make sure they make this deep playoff run. So didn't want to keep you guys too long tonight. This is, it was a quick hit podcast, but just wanted to offer some ideas and what some thoughts. Playoff starts Saturday. I'm going to be tuning in watching the games. And throughout the playoffs, we're definitely going to be bringing you content round by round. Um, sometimes, depending on the series and the storylines, um, as it plays out, we'll be giving you um, some, some good episodes, some good information. So make sure to follow me on your social media networks, Zach at the Off the, Zach the Off the Glass podcast on Instagram, Zach at Off the Glass on Twitter, the website, www.theofftheglasspodcast.com. If you're on Instagram, just click the link in the description. The Facebook page is The Off the Glass Podcast. Uh, make sure to follow me on there as well. Make sure to subscribe, download, and listen. We're on Spreaker, the host site, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, the app, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So we're pretty much on every major listening platform. As I get ready to close, you're now listening to Cody James. The name of the song is Scorpion Season. Listen to as he takes this out. Everybody be safe out there. This is your boy Z signing off. Peace. I've been working nonstop to make these business reality. Uh, Scorpio season, born 1119. They knew that I was different since I jumped up on the scene. It's a fight to the top and I'm climbing up the beams. They said the six behind me said he got me on repeat. Uh, word the juice, word the end, word the beat, pap. I can't ever sleep. You would think I need a CPAP. I took your breath with that one. I'm only one of one. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. 
We do it right too with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just ten dollars, and buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of Miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through five one while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select eleven point eight ounce pots. Valid in store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right too with deals to help you save every day, like four bags of premium mulch now for just ten dollars, and buy one one and a half cubic foot bag of Miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through five one while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select eleven point eight ounce pots. Valid in store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.